we need to buy smarter so you know let's buy things which will last us um for years instead of buying something from say zara which after three washes to be honest just looks kind of faded right and you're just probably just wearing it at home or just for work because i felt so bad about eating right so i was i was super bulimic that time right so for me um like i said like i was a fat kid in school hmm. and then um i started exercising just before i went to uni so i lost a bit of weight then so a lot of times when you work in fashion you yeah. have access to a lot of sample clothes right so oh yeah 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 so, and people those are and those are model sizes right yeah and people want to fit into the sample sizes oh my god i can't drink water because you know um i have to fit into this and she had to make sure she fit into a certain thing so if she right. was centimeter or so like up and down hmm. they were like sorry Hey, welcome to another episode of Voices in My Head with me, Yami Raghad. Today, I'm recording on the 21st day of the lockdown in India. It is uh, 14th of April, and we just learned this morning that the lockdown is going to be further extended till the 3rd of May. I understand these are trying times for the best of us. I believe that if you are tuned into the podcast right now, you are amongst a privileged few. not only in india but perhaps the world who has the liberty to be able to take out that kind of time and who has it some sort of digital device to consume this on while millions of people around the world are suffering including in our very own india just think of the daily wage laborer who doesn't have access to the right kind of food sanitation and obviously has no income because their income is dependent on being able to go out and earn a living and literally be hand to mouth on a daily basis So why I'm sharing this is I'm very grateful for my life and the position I am in right now despite the circumstances in the world despite the fact that businesses are getting affected despite the fact that we are all affected in some way or the other it is impossible for this scenario to not impact our lives but I just want to take this minute to say that we are quite privileged let us enjoy that privilege let us respect that privilege let us be grateful and being grateful and expressing gratitude is one of the keys to mental and physical health so i just wanted to give my two bits there voices in my head is a is a wellness podcast and i will keep trying to bring interesting people to you my guest today is shweta kapoor she is an ace designer she is the founder and creative director of a brand known as 43188 she graduated from london college of fashion with an honors degree and then moved on to getting some very important internships that have obviously influenced her and show clearly in her work and her professionalism she has assisted for shoots for vogue italy and she's worked for labels such as burberry abu jani sandeep khosla and several others she's also been awarded the l graduate award for excellence in urban tailoring in 2013 celebrities likes of priyanka chopra and others have endorsed her clothes by wearing them and loving them these are just a few things from shweta's uh, profile that i was highlighting but it goes on and on she's achieved a lot at a pretty young age but that's not why i brought shweta on i wanted shweta to come on the podcast because she speaks a lot 
about body image issues, about mental health. She's quite the fitness freak. Every time I come across her profile on any social media platform, I see her just absolutely destroying herself with the killer workouts that she does. And she really punishes herself physically. Clearly, she enjoys it. So I'm gonna bring I'm gonna bring her in to the discussion now. How how are you? What's what's been happening? Uh, I've been good. It's been a little um, weird, I guess. It's kind yeah. of first two weeks were terrible. The first week was insane because um, the first week felt like it was a holiday, right? And then mm-hmm. suddenly you were like, oh, should I have to work as well? And then you were like, oh, but it's like it's supposed to be like a time to pause and like think about things. What do you want to do? And then somewhere you were like, no, but like you have these things which are like pending. So first week was really um, confusing. Second week was kind of okay. You were setting into things. Um, and I think now, yesterday I was losing it completely, but I'm pretty much in a routine. So it's not so bad. And I, I also, I feel your pain because when we, when we, my God, can you remember when we met in Khan Market? And, I know. And, and, and had a, physically I had a cup of coffee and, and, and. Coffee. That this seems like you know that was a dream. Ages back, yeah. right? And what and I feel not just, you, I got a month back. And not just ages. It, wasn't it, that. it also seems like it's surreal. It was bizarre that we actually did that. We physically met each other and had a cup of coffee. Yeah. Uh, In fact, I was watching this movie and there were like a lot of people around and they were like hugging and you know I was just yeah. like oh my god that's so weird how can people touch each other you know it's just like another. So, I think none of us could have imagined and why why I brought that up is because soon after that I mean I, I gave, that was the first time we were we were you know meeting in person yeah and, and there's so much that I gauged from you then and I realized that you are this uh, ultra high functioning workaholic uh, person that yes. needs to not give their brain a single second of free time so yeah. I actually feel that you know for people like you and there are enough of those out yeah. there uh, this is this is the most devastating thing that could that could happen i mean not really i think also like i was burning out a lot like every yeah, i two told months, you you need to slow down that was my right like every that, so. two three months i was burning out i was going crazy um so this time honestly been like a really great time so the first in fact when the lockdown before the lockdown a lot of things were started getting cancelled right a lot of events were getting cancelled sure. shows were getting cancelled and I had to I think I remember I had to do like two capsule collections for someone and the first reaction was like oh my god thank god it's cancelled because you know I just could not get myself to do that mm-hmm. so in a way it was a relief and I was like wow I really needed this break and uh, in fact like we're still working we work an hour every day like we have a team meeting which goes on but it's still not as hectic as um, things were so team meeting means this is more on the the design and strategic side versus uh, yeah the operations. Admin side and everything so we also have a group which we've made with all our tailors and uh, mm. which is just like you know every day everyone talks about what they've done not like work but just mm-hmm. anything and everything we actually really um, encourage them to start doing one physical activity and one mental activity, you know, so like it's just something that you have to do. So either it's like very basic things for them, like, you know, like helping out in the house or doing going for a walk or I mean, not for a walk really, but like doing yoga, um, helping the women in their house with like household things. 
um for them you're like you know do that physical aspect just because you're used to doing so much more and how and big is this a huge team you've got a lot of it's people. not a huge i mean it's like 20 people yeah. but uh like the tailors and stuff are like most of them right so they're the them, back, backbone of any uh, design design business they right? are so. honestly they're the ones who just don't know what to do yeah. so like we talk to them off and on and like they were like yeah like what do we do now right so um we've asked them to also start like meditation yeah sorry i yeah. lost you We're, for a second you said uh, you uh, asked them to start like meditating yeah and like they really don't know what meditation is about so just you know like just sitting for 5 minutes 10 minutes thinking about or just not thinking about anything but just sitting there um that's helped a lot of them mm. um few people who have machines we've asked them to make masks for people around that's, their area that's great yeah uh, yeah just just like small things that we can do which is actually like useful right because no one wants to sit idle because everyone is so busy doing things here and there mm. and again like like you said the first week they were also like you know because they're so hyperactive mm. they were like oh it's a holiday it's great but after that they were they were missing work they missed that routine and things to do so i think it's just like a weird time for everyone and i, and I think what is definitely emerged and everyone always knew that human beings thrive on human physical connection you know it it's yeah, exactly. of course we are having to adjust to this new world and yeah i don't know if how permanent this is going to become and uh i i think there are and I, and i keep discussing this thinking about it trying to see uh interesting people talk about it of how the world is going to change post this uh, issue going away even so like even with my therapist like i had my one of my sessions every monday i have a session with my therapist which was yesterday and she was like we need to actually i need to think post this that do i actually need to physically meet my clients or do i need to only meet physically those clients who i feel that maybe out of six sessions we meet yeah. once how yeah. how and you know so many of my my friend, other friends who are workaholics i've been speaking to them and one of them was like uh, you know i used to take hop on to a flight for a meeting the first chance that i got uh, yeah and he said that was so unnecessary he said i'm not going to do that anymore even when this problem is over because yeah so much of physical meeting is is chit chat mm-hmm. and wasting time and commuting and polluting the planet and just waste of productivity i think it's yeah the focus discussion that you can have when you're in front of me on the screen at the moment there's it's no distraction good, right? i don't have to mm-hmm. i i mean i i would love exactly. to offer you coffee and make it myself yeah. but i i can't and and maybe that's a good thing because it's taken away that that 10 minutes of wasted time of 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 you know exactly. let's have some coffee or oh, you know excuse me can i order this then can i get the check yeah i don't know i i'm of course uh Uh, very aware of the fact that businesses like fnb and 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 you know yeah. the, the, you know those things are going to drastically get affected but also listen this is a new world and this is a world that uh, needs to rapidly if change itself we need to change ourselves and but that, i think it's already changing right like what i've realized during this time is like anything you want or you want to do or you want to eat you can do everything at home Yeah. So you yeah. know if you if you're really craving like say 
particular pasta, for example, and if you have the ingredients and time, I've been seeing your recipe, cooking is going insane on Instagram. I mean, yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying because I'm a big foodie and I miss my food, right? I, but, actually, I didn't. I only realized how big a foodie the planet is in the last two weeks because suddenly because everybody's master chef. No, but also your stuff is looking uh, amazing. I think last. What Looking I saw healthy. on your thing was some sort of caramelized carrots or something. I don't know what you were eating, but it looked. Oh damn God, it was amazing! It, it looked, was amazing. Yeah. It damn so I realized, as long as you have the ingredients, time, and the recipe, you can do anything you want. I've been training with my trainer on Skype again. Yeah, I've been seeing is... you've been destroying yourself. So, so uh, of course, I'm, I'm hating. Routine, like I'm hating to open all the podcasts these days with a with a with a yeah. discussion on on COVID and 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 quarantine and and coronavirus. Yeah. But you know, people. It, it would be odd for them for for it, it. This would be a fake conversation if I don't begin the conversation yeah. asking you how are you, how are you surviving, yeah, how are you managing yeah. in this time. So yeah, I think I've been you seeing have to keep a routine, right? Like yeah. without a routine, like I go crazy. I have things to do. Yeah, so I, um, same. So I'm also sticking to a crazy routine. I have more. Yeah. I, I had when I met you a couple of months yeah. ago. I had more, much more time. I felt like I had a lot more time on my hands. Since the quarantine has happened, I have I know no time, and I don't. I can't explain it to anybody. And I, I'm I in, mean, I'm yeah. in bed by 9 p.m. I am gone by 9 p.m. I'm exhausted. I don't know wow. what it is. Uh, what time do you start your day? I think six six thirty seven. So not oh, that, that early. I, actually, not that early with a child. It's not that early. What time uh, does he wake up? He so we wake on his clock. Yeah, so he wakes up at six thirty seven. Yeah, and and. Also, you know, it's it's we are spending all the the pretty much all ta- the whole day yeah. with him. So you don't get to know yeah. time, and it's looking after him. And his nanny has is on leave for uh, yeah. she left, and uh, the the day after she left, the lockdown happened, so we couldn't even get her to come back. Yeah. Uh, because uh, I'm I'm a big you know stickler for rules and I didn't want to take a chance. I said why risk it? She's gone. She's travelled through God knows mm-hmm. where and if she comes back now, so yeah. So so and that's a, son's very young, right? So you don't want yeah. To, he's only to... he's only three. So exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but I've been seeing your 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 cooking skills and and I've been seeing your destroying. Yourself I mean, really, it's not trainer. a it's not a skill. I think I just need one thing to learn, and I think cooking was. The easiest thing. Also, I realize it takes a lot of time. And it's therapeutic, it, right? It's extremely therapeutic. It is because you was, I was saying yeah. uh, you were saying it takes a lot of time. So I mean, I do. I start my day with my workout. So once that is finished, then it's time for my um, work call with the team. So that's set at eleven every day. Mm. So by the time that finishes, and it's like kind of like lunch time, and by the time lunch is done, then you end up doing some work or the other, and then I spend time on the phone just you know instagram and all that crap and then before you know it to be honest like it's nine o'clock and you're like okay netflix time and then you just pass out yeah yeah i know i know i i totally understand what you mean but it where do you so before i come to so this is a this is a uh, you know this is a wellness podcast and i have a huge yeah. list of things to not a huge list but some specific things to discuss with you but before that I, the last thing I, on on this subject and i think you're a perfect person to answer that because I've introduced your, you know, uh, the hi- some highlights of your designing career and kind of people that are wearing your clothes and yeah. the, um, the the lot of success that you've had at such an early age in this space. So what, where, where, where do you see this business going post the COVID world? Because 
uh, even to somebody like me who is um, of course you know i mean, I, I used to wake up and check zara in the morning and check it in the i used to check the zara we website and, and i yeah. used to check nike and zara are my two go to yeah. places and and i where would i why would i buy anything because where am i going and where am who am i where and and also it's honestly and i and i hate to say it but it's it's yeah it's allowed me to really reflect that 90% of the stuff that i was spending money on was yeah. was nonsense yeah and i didn't need it's to rubbish, do it. right? it's rubbish right that's so, the thing so this has been a big wake yeah. up call and and i'm trying to put it in the context of because listen this is your business and if 43188 needs people to wake up in the morning and say what am i going to be wearing tonight for that party yeah. or i have to go out on the weekend or i need eight sets of clothes for whatever or i need one set of clothes or i saw this yeah. on you know shweta's this celebrity was wearing shweta's uh, yeah. this beautiful outfit and i must have it so i i i am what's going to happen to the fashion business in your opinion firstly um i don't think anyone cares about fashion right now it's the last thing on anyone's mind um which is well upsetting for me but also in a way it's great right so and but we will always need clothes we will mm. always post this there will be weddings there will be events people will always buy clothes but i think what we will do is we need to buy smarter so you know let's buy things which will last us um for years instead of buying something from say Zara which after three washes to be honest just looks kind of faded right and you just probably just wearing it at home or just for work um but you need to invest in things which and this is what happened in 2008 as well mm-hmm. um after the recession people started buying expensive things which would last them for years right. and basic things so they would buy a really nice a blazer which can go through years and years and years instead of buying five craft things from Zara which are trendy at the moment mm, mm. you know so that's one shift that we are hoping for um the but in a world shift, sorry in a world that you yeah. can't repeat your clothes in because of social media how does that work i wish people rep- repeat their clothes like you know it's like i mean i'm i'm easy. saying it in a sarcastic right? way because and i've been trained well yeah. by my wife and uh, i mean you you know her and she's in the similar similar business yeah. complementary business to yours because she's yeah. on the uh, if i can say retail end of, of it. yeah the retail end of it and I it's it's people, they are also worried about uh, the the market of course they're worried about the market and the business and, yeah. and but they've also kind of reflected on the fact that so much of this was just crap it just, is just like, just nonsensical spending you know, and 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 uh, just, and suddenly you look at your cupboard right and everyone's spring cleaning now so yeah. you look at the stuff which you haven't even worn like i saw two three things which have still have the price tags on it and i was just like wow and i was like will i wear it and i was like no i don't want to wear it anymore or so i so things, i i interrupted you so you were going to yeah. say number 2 uh oh uh, I think one of course then things like uh prints right I think that no one is again going to buy it because again once you wear it on social media people see it and everything so things will start coming back to very basic separates so they would buy solid colors which can go with multiple things so you can make buy one separate and wear it with three different outfits to make it look different um luckily for us we've been doing that already mm. so I don't see so much of a problem for us like because people would still buy. Um I still think there'll be a very sweet price point. They will not buy something which is super cheap 
hmm. which is say two three thousand bucks, and they will not buy something very expensive, which might go into lakhs. But um, that mindless shopping will. So you you think people are going to go towards quality rather than quantity and and yeah, uh, stick definitely. to stick to that and definitely. Okay. Also, so. it's really um, so basically we got some a couple of guidelines from the industry, which okay. was for retail specific that. now when people actually go to the stores to try something on um the store has to disinfect the entire garment so once the customer tries it who is going anywhere into any store like, like post so, post whatever when life goes back to normal oh really you have to so once so are you trying to tell me like when i go into a trial room to try a let or a shirt and then i come yeah. out and i don't buy the garment That has to go through to a inspection. Yeah, but listen, you right? Know, not, not, that's going to operationally be a nightmare. It's going to drive up costs. Exactly. Uh, how many people are actually going to do it? And me, if I am a customer who is yeah. really worried about that, which I know a lot of people are going to become uh, quite OCD about cleanliness after this. Exactly, right? Uh, how do I ensure that what I'm about to try hasn't been or has been right? But would you try like that's where again like I was getting a little thingy. I was like, you know, now no, I mean, would I, 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 I wouldn't because I anyway don't and I. <laughs> But you know, like now I'm uh, thinking, I was like, will I go and try on something which maybe I don't know how many people have touched it or worn it or whatever? Yeah, Do gonna, I want to try that? Or a, a so it's world. a very, it's, I, it's I a very was, strange uh, world. But the, the, the last episode I did was with yeah. Parul Parashar, who came back on the podcast for the second time. She's a psychologist, and I was yeah. telling her that I can't even imagine think that next, even next year, when all this is over and I've got a vaccine. Walking yeah. into I don't know a mall and then getting onto escalator and I'm about to touch the handrail and it's a it's yeah, a night it's a nightmare scenario in my mind yeah and and I'm not mm-hmm. someone who's very anxious or worried about this but still yeah. that thought of walking in, or, or, or walking into a restaurant and you know meeting fifty Delhi social people that are everywhere and 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 exactly. hugging them and shaking their hands and patting them on the back and having stupid uh, uh, frivolous mindless conversation. Yeah. Uh is it will happen but it's at the moment I just can't imagine it. Think about it. Yeah. I, I can't imagine that happening because you, like I don't even was, I don't even like sometimes a lot of people like you know going crazy on house party and zoom and whatever and yeah, they it's are. All, mm. it's mentally exhausting. I'm like you know in, in normal life we did not meet so much we did not talk so much. I don't know what this sudden craze is for like I think the craze is because people are struggling to spend time with themselves and their family members because exactly. uh, and 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 this is also some stupid form of FOMO that uh, let's keep connected in some way or the other. I don't think that's yeah. necessary, right? Like yeah, is no, it I like mean. do we have to like every night just like be on some house party for no, example like it, no. but see people like you and me don't but there are enough people who do. I and yeah. and let me be honest since the lockdown has happened uh mm. the only time I've put on Netflix yeah. has been to play Peppa Pig for my son which he no watches way. I am not joking I just feel like I have no time I really don't have any time and sure. and because I uh, and I put out a specific episode for this as well on the podcast that I'm actually looking like looking at this as one of the greatest opportunities that has been handed to mankind this is a great time to work on yourself i think this is a, and and i and i see you're doing that i see you are somebody who's doing that even if you're spending your night on netflix because uh, that's fine you don't have to put a 3 year old to bed and be worried about him waking up in the night and all those things 
so uh, so we still sleep we sleep when he sleeps and we wake up when yeah. he wakes up because you don't know when you're going to get enough sleep or not so it's just best we do that um but but ha- having said that i i see that you are punishing yourself physically and this so i'm going i'm going to jump into your 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 physical uh, you know fitness regimen because otherwise we you yeah. know we can keep we'll keep chatting about uh, <laughs> uh, all the uh, you know corona and the, the rest of the world from that which is also an important chat to have but before this i remember when when we met you were saying that you you train at uh, uh, zoe's gym yeah and and but you and and you were as crazy then about and 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 i see you're still doing that with your your trainers on uh, on whatsapp or uh, skype or whatever your you know he's he's training mm. you on and you're destroying yourself on a daily basis still which is really commendable i mean i didn't want to destroy myself i honestly thought the workouts would be way easier because i didn't have a lot of equipment and luckily i have really light weights but uh adita who's my trainer is a big bully so he's yeah. just managed to find the worst exercise on the planet and um, he yeah. actually falls and screams and you know if we don't finish the exercise for the day and your body so, listen trust me you don't need any weights your body weight is the because i do yoga and i know exactly. your body weight worst. is more than enough you don't need it's the worst yeah, i can't do yeah. push up to save my life and i have to do push ups every day right but you will you're getting better at it So that's what he says like you know this is the time to work on your push ups and blah, blah blah and like you know whatever things which we kind of avoid doing in the gym because we're like yeah yeah we'll figure it out one day so he's like this is your one day and your that time to actually work on yourself like you know figure what is what what are your goals what do you want to do and um, exercise honestly makes me really happy there yeah. was one day when i was really down the dumps because of I was getting stressed about work. I was like, I don't know where the future is, and you know, it's going to last. You know, things like that. And and I had an exercise that day. And obviously, Adito called me. He's like, I haven't seen your workout today. So I was like, Yeah, man. Like I'm feeling up to it. And then he literally forced me to work out. He's like, Do it for like 30 minutes, but just mm-hmm. do it. And I felt so much better after exactly, that. Exactly. So that is one of the main reasons that I exercise is for the endorphin release. Yeah. And Uh, it boosts your immunity. Uh, if you know this, this is. But you I, do I'm, some crazy yoga. No, so I actually, it's honestly, it's not crazy. It just yeah. it. Uh, some of the asanas are crazy. Otherwise, it's a and 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 I don't. I am not a. a I punish myself with the co- ice showers, and there are a lot of things that I punish myself oh, with. Wow. But I don't punish yeah. myself with the yoga because. I I really enjoy the yoga because I've tried all sorts of exercises and and yeah. I don't. I, I hate doing weights. I hate doing weights. It's just not for yeah. me. So mm. um, I, I just enjoy my yoga, and it's taken me years to get to the level to be able to put out one or two posts that look very cool on Instagram, very, like yeah. doing a headstand or doing one of those frog uh, asans. Or uh, you yeah. Know, uh, uh, so they 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 are more for social media. But overall, my yoga is I I don't kill myself. I do. um up to 108 surya namaskars in 30 minutes is what my target is really and, and it's it's great it's energizing and it's it's uh, for me it's it's easy it's energizing it's it's not a big deal uh, it's a very patient practice right like you have to have a lot of patience for it i think it's it's not for uh, like it's not for shanamli it's too boring for her like yeah, even exactly. for you exactly like me yeah like me. i i know I, you I guys are very it. similar it's it's not for it's not for you either because you need to it's 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 meditative for me you know i go i put yeah. on i put on 
either a podcast or I put on mm-hmm. some sort of chants or I put on these I am affirmations that I listen to that I need to mm-hmm. listen to it's also part of yeah. you know my therapy uh, recommendation for me and I kind of zone out when I'm when I'm While doing, doing it. it and um, yeah so it is kind of a meditative process for me so and and, and I am anyway uh, you know uh, i i don't luckily now i don't need to lose weight or i in fact i need to be careful about not losing weight a i need to put on a, i need to put on a bit of weight and that's not easy for me with my lifestyle because i just pretty much end up doing intermittent fasting for 16 17 hours and it's difficult to change really? that it's difficult to change that for me because you know i see so not the thoughts to keep going to the fridge and opening and like every 3 hours no i i think i'm quite so that's th- th- i'm quite disciplined and and that's yeah. because i used to be 100 kilos in school mm. and once i lost the weight you know in my mind i'll i still the have mental to, block yeah it's still yeah. having to be careful and i know we we discussed this as well and body image is something you keep uh, talking about even on instagram yeah. and um and it's ironic because you're in a in a profession that has unfortunately fueled this uh, this this, Thing, this yeah, anxiety yeah. about uh, body image so i wanted to discuss that with you and your own kind of battle with um, you know we were supposed to go into your early years and i remember yeah. you were saying or you had mentioned something to me about <clears throat> uh when you went to university in london is that you know some mental health challenges or something yeah. has started in your in your life then so can you just speak about that a bit so i was i was super bulimic that time right so for me um like i said like i was a fat kid in school hmm. and then um i started exercising just before i went to uni so i lost a bit of weight then and then i was just scared that and that was the time when everyone was coming back from uni for their vacations like hmm. super fat because you know no one used to cook that time and they were all like living on like mcdonald's yeah, and yeah, chocolate yeah. and stuff so i was like i don't want to go and like come back fat like that's not what i worked for so i went in with that fear in my head so i used to eat like an apple for lunch or just like have pick up starbucks and that used to be my dinner and like really like calorie count like everything so i was like i have to be like under 1000 calories which is nothing um i used to walk everywhere because i was like mm. oh like extra exercise and oh my god like this is like a perk um go ham in the gym and stuff and i was like super anorexic i was doing terrible um on top of that i became bulimic so if i did have so any- how how old were you around this was a uh, first few years of college yeah how old were you i think 20 early 20s early 20s but did yeah. no and, and but did you realize that what you were doing is not really healthy for you or did somebody yes. point it out or I didn't first I didn't think it was I didn't know what I was doing mm. I didn't think it was wrong because I felt so bad about eating right right you know if we did go out for a meal and he used to come back I was like oh my god I just had this and then for a couple of years I quit drinking because someone told me you know alcohol has a lot of calories mm. so I was like oh I'll just have diet coke now and that's oh, good in my life. and diet coke is a uh, poison pure poison literally poison right yeah. um and then you again but then it was a fashion college so everyone was again in that whole zone of super thin we all have to have long legs and you all have to dress like that and dress like this and etc etc you look at fashion magazines you're consumed by fashion 24/7 um so again that all the body image issues really started then and then i think somewhere when i came 
I used to come back for my holidays and stuff. My dad used to like make a face at me, like you know, he's like you're looking disgusting and you're looking sick. You're looking unwell. Exactly, yeah. like and my face. I remember uh, because I never used to eat anything in London. When I used to come back to Delhi, there used to be a glow because I was finally getting hmm. food. Ghee, <laughs> ghee and dal and you know, yeah. your basic like. Your 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 uh, typical Punjabi diet, which is which is yeah, which is which, which, is, which can be quite healthy if you if you if you. In uh, fact, we were discussing it like the other day, like um, like we have a group of friends and we we're like, you know, we are so sick of seeing these fancy things on Instagram yeah. every day now. Mm. We're like, we're just going to go back to dal chawal and mm. rajma chawal and just eat that because it's firstly very it's exhausting to find the most fancy thing you can find on instagram and on like on some website and, and also by the way i want to ask these people where are they getting the ingredients because everything is i i'm struggling to get uh, like uh, some of the basic things which i'm quite i was i used to just order everything on amazon for the house yeah but I, i'm actually st- really struggling to get some basic things for the house so i i had stocked up a lot i normally stock up like A lot of rubbish when I travel, mm. so I buy a lot of things. So we were stocked up, um, but yeah, I think a lot of people are also hoarding now. They're still going to food hall and stuff, which is still pretty yeah, well but, equipped. But you know, I kind of feel I I know food hall is delivering, and I and I and I, and I did, yeah. but I was kind of feeling guilty uh, calling up and saying, uh, you know, can I can you send me some truffle oil when I know. <laughs> I mean, yeah. this is a. It's everything is seeming like an extravagance at the moment, and I don't know it if is. that makes it any is. sense. It Even is. though it we're is. not spending ninety nine percent of what we were spending, yeah. it's just suddenly everything feels like a waste. Even when you know, uh, running too much water in my house is feeling like a waste because I was telling the uh, yeah. uh, the the cook the other day that uh, yeah, you know, use less water. What if the water stops coming? What are we going to That's do with the water supply stop? I, I'm exactly. just saying, it's just you know these thoughts. We we took yeah. these things for granted. We took everything for granted. Also, I think Indians in general are emotional spenders, right? So, um, we when we spend something on like mindlessly, it's mm. always related to some emotion. Hmm. like oh it's diwali i'm so happy i have to buy something yeah but that's that's inbuilt into our uh... it's it's just like how we are right yeah. so uh, that's the thing so right now it's like oh my god i can't buy this i'm not going for my annual holiday let me oh, buy god. that truffle oil yeah yeah you know let me treat myself i wish so, my annual holiday was the same price as a truffle oil but yeah yeah like but you know that, what i mean yeah. right like you're going to start like adjusting your expenses like that mm. So, like, oh, so, so we 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 digress, but we we were speaking about. So, yeah. did you wait, did you get any help for this uh, bulimia, uh, or did you? Uh, when did I you think, start start I to correct yourself? Or did in you, fact, I saw a friend of mine who was going through the same thing, and when I saw her patterns and I saw what she was doing, and hmm. someone pointed out to her that she was bulimic, was yeah. when I realized that I'm doing the same thing because I never used to really talk about it openly. Okay. Um, I just thought, like, oh my god, I'm feeling sick, you right. know, so I could throw up. So mm. I never thought that I'm throwing up purposely. So um, I think for that's when I realized that okay, this is not okay, yeah. and that's when I actually like kind of stopped. And then I kind, then I think by then also I was looking fine. I was not like overweight anymore, and uh, I just come back um, from uni for good. So you know, life was kind of settling down and. things were going okay so that's i think also you need a routine which in london fine you have like your friends and stuff but it's not the same 
I mean, listen, in college, we were all totally indisciplined. Uh, exactly. I, I remember I used to sleep, uh, eat really unhealthy. I used to sleep 14 hours sometimes, yeah. 14, 15 hours. I don't know how I could sleep. We used sleep. to sleep for four hours every day. Like that, that was our life. So yeah, so sometimes it was the four hours and sometimes exactly, it was yeah. the 15 hours. 14, 15 hours, you sleep all day. Yeah. Um, and, and, and you're setting yourself up to get sick mentally and physically if you live a life exactly. like that and eating junk yeah. food and uh, coke and, and diet coke and, and just, just this poisonous stuff. I don't know how we did it, but I guess we were young, so the body was used to it. Yeah, body was used to it, but then also, you know, that's when you, uh, and, and, as, and as you said, you, went, you were going to a fashion college, so, so this body image became a big uh, issue big for you. So, yeah. And did you even... And and then the, the, and body image and this and, and and you see a correlation with like being depressed and it, did you get depressed about the fact was, that you were like this or oh I think it used to be not depressed to be honest but obviously I mean I guess it's depression in some way but if I used to think that oh I've eaten an extra piece of bread for example hmm. I would cry you know I'd be like oh my god I'm not disciplined enough and how can I do this to myself and Instead of being like, it's okay. Right. Right. And I didn't have anyone to tell me that it's okay. But everyone was just like, everyone in uni was actually always on a diet. They were doing keto and everything way before we even knew what keto was. Really? They were doing keto then? I'm surprised yeah, they were doing keto because keto is actually... I'm, I'm, That's the thing. I'm, like, no one knew what these things were. But like, you know, everyone's like, oh my God, we don't eat bread. We don't eat this. We don't eat that. Like, I remember I was... Um, I'm a proponent of keto, so I think keto is healthy. So I'm surprised that there were people yeah. in your uni doing. But in that unhealthy manner. Yeah, so right? I'm so not I, sure I, on I, what. Yeah, there's, there's dirty keto as well. So Dirty you know. keto. So yeah. I, w- I was working with Burberry once, and I think I was uh, in the elevator with. After, it was after lunch, and there were like these bunch of three, four really like super fashionable girls with me and you know they were discussing they were like oh for my lunch I had no dairy no uh, mm-hmm. bread no something like that. and no sugar and I'm just sitting there with like a piece of chocolate in my hand like eating and I was just like shit like I can't even eat this anymore you know so it was like went straight into my bag but that was how obsessed people were because also a lot of times when you work in fashion you yeah. have access to a lot of sample clothes right so oh yeah 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 and people those are and those are model sizes, right? Yeah, and people want to fit into the sample sizes because mm. a lot of times after a shoot when it's things are really bad. I was working with one company and the samples were in a terrible condition to be sold or used or whatever and the designer was like, Oh, do you want this? And I was like, Yeah, sure. So, you know, like So it it was it like, was it's aspirational to be a sample size? Because, exactly, because then you get free designer clothes. So why not? Yeah, but then you kill yourself to get into those clothes it's still exactly but I think it's still there right now though a lot of people don't talk about it oh and I'm sure I'm sure I think I think this this plus size nonsense is just a sham suddenly everybody's talking about plus size it plus is. size I mean come on it's 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 still very clearly propagated yeah. that if you're thin you're beautiful if you're fair you're beautiful if you if you're size zero you're beautiful and in fact not just thin if you're thin to the extent of looking sick and malnourished and, yeah. and uh, you're, you're beautiful and, and this message has been shoved down our throats for, but you know, the uh, sad for part decades like, but the sad part is like when you it's, it sounds terrible but when you look when you're that thin 
clothes look better on you in photographs. I, okay, now, okay, so now this is very good point. So very interesting point that you said yeah. is that, and, and a lot of your stuff is sold because somebody yeah. sees a photograph. So you want it yeah. to be looking as nice as it can look. Yeah. So, but what I don't, or the, or the I mean, I understand the, the, the kind of negative or the kind of aspect of, of it, which, which is yeah. not that great is that first, you, you know, these people starve and kill themselves to get into those and become Look, model yeah. sizes, even if it's the models or, or, uh, or people like you and me who aspire to be like models yeah. in terms of the size. And, and then after that, that picture is thoroughly photoshopped so, the, so that the skin looks perfect. Uh, yeah. The woman's, you know, the breasts look perfect. Everything looks perfect. And, and so what actually the picture that, that I am buying something uh, when I see it or, or, or my wife is or any other woman or man is, yeah. uh, uh, person is, they are looking at a person that does not exist. Which is true. Right, well, because that person does not people exist. People are trying to change that. A lot of people, like there'll be some magazine, they'll do like one-off feature on no makeup photo shoot or, you know, this is a no touch-up photo shoot or some yeah, one but, or two campaigns out of hundred. Right? Yeah, but that's a novelty, right? That's, that's just there for, for so you know. People that's just... would say that, oh, this, you, you know, but this happened or that happened. But the majority is, even if you shoot someone who is... Um, they a very normal size like me, right? Hmm. I shoot myself into something and I look at the picture and I'll be like, oh, listen, like my arm is looking fat there. Can you just like tweak it? Hmm. Even hmm. though it's not, but everyone would want your their picture to look perfect, which is sad, but it is how, it's like, it's like Instagram, right? We all put filters on it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and I do genuinely appreciate that a lot of your business is dependent on the fact or, or dependent on how perfect that picture turns yeah. out to be. So I, I do appreciate that fact. But it's also kind of fuels this this unrealistic view of uh, a perfect man or a perfect woman. And mm. not just for themselves, but for the opposite sex to desire. So if I also start looking at only, uh, or if I also only aspire to, to be with yeah. a woman or to be with a partner who's who's that size zero and perfect skin and perfect that, I'm actually going to really make myself unhappy and never find that person. Because you never find that person. No, because the person doesn't exist. Yeah. And the person doesn't exist. And, and, and now there was so bizarre. I was seeing on uh, Joe Rogan's podcast is, you know, something I follow quite regularly. Yeah. There was a, an artificial intelligence, some expert who was there and he's saying they've, they've come up with, there's a new, there's a startup or some, some company that's successfully doing this now. Mm. They are providing uh, digital uh, models to brands. You put, so which, you can which are, your yeah, so, no, yeah. no, Digital models, 100% fake. That person, that d- person does not exist. Wow. That, that it's not like they've taken a person and then tweaked the photo or Photoshop. Yeah. It. It's like from scratch, the computer model of, of a perfectly symmetrical man and woman. And, and, and they can churn out a million, 10 million people, men, women, uh, yeah. kids, and anything that, that don't exist. And for brands to be able to superimpose their clothes on. And that's like, that's like, even beating the perfection that this is the crazy world that we're living in now but Uh, it also starts with the barbie dolls so 
you know a Barbie yeah. doll, the yeah. proportions. If you actually put her on a normal figure, it's Absolutely. really she's gonna look really warped. It's scary. It's, yeah. it's scary. It's scary. It's big, very scary. Big face. Right? Like it's and, very and, stupid. And, and like a uh, very tiny waist. Very 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 tiny waist. And, 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 and to think about it, we all we all I think our life started with Barbie dolls sure. in a way, right? For sure. yeah. just for girls. And um, but. There's, you know, it's interesting. Like sometimes when we put clothes on a model on our Instagram, hmm. it may not generate so many sales. But if we take the same shirt and we put it on a hanger and we shoot it, a lot of people um, engage more with that. I think the reason. But I thought we, it's the opposite. I thought people engage more with. It's changing now. So someone. Who's, Why do you think that is? I think with someone who's a plus size. Hmm. Now, if it's like a loose silhouette, like a say an oversized shirt, right? Mm-hmm. People can imagine themselves in that better than when they look at a model and they somewhere get intimidated. So okay. when they walk okay. into a store, they're they're eventually seeing the clothes on a hanger. So if they like it, they'll pull it out. They'll be like, "Yeah, this looks looseish. I can wear this. Maybe not. You know, something. They'll be like, "Oh, it's too short for me. It's too long for me, or whatever." Mm-hmm. But eventually, the first thing is on a hanger hmm. so when they see pictures on hangers the sales tend to be higher as opposed to on a model and this is new this is new information for, for us they will only ask for a model image when they want to know how long or short it is and okay. how it falls or how it sits on the shoulder you know or something from that aspect mm-hmm. but if it's a simple mm-hmm. shirt Yeah. Or like T-shirts. Say when you're shopping at Zara, so you'll also notice that a lot of some clothes are on a model and some clothes are just as a product. Sure. Yeah. Because those products shoot better as a product, and you can imagine yourself and be like, "Oh, it's a T-shirt. Hmm. This is easy. I know my style. I'll take this." Hmm. Hmm. Understood. Because my, you know, your body. But this is a very interesting thing that you've told me because I, I would have. Well, I imagined the converse to be true all along, yeah. t- t- up to now, and maybe things it's are changing, gone. and maybe that's a good thing. Yeah. Maybe it's a good thing that they would still shoot our campaigns and everything on a model. Sure, because sure. we want that drama, we want the movement, we want to show that of okay, course, this is of course this is and, a kind of a person who wears the clothes. And, and in the introduction, I mentioned that you you know yeah. you were invited by FDCI, and, you know, and then now you have a regular show with them annually. In, yeah. in, in Delhi, right? You do it with uh, no, Will's lifestyle, or okay, now, now you're going to Bombay with Lakme, but uh, yeah, so, now but the, we but, don't know if you're going to do fashion yeah, yeah, of shows. Yeah, of course, but the point is, in a fashion show, so stupid, yeah. uh, in in a fashion show, there is a, a a very set expectation of what you a expect model. to be uh, of a of a model. What you expect yeah. them to be uh, walking and 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 how you, how they are uh, supposed yeah. to be uh, shaped. And, wh- and no, what is the that classic? Is also because between the day we do the fittings on the models and the day of the show, we normally have just a day or two. Hmm. You know, so if something is not fitting the model, means you have to make remake the entire garment. So sure. now, now if a garment is like heavily embroidered or like made in a special way or it's time consuming, and a lot of these garments maybe take like say like three or four days to make. Hmm. So you, there's no time gap. So most of the Uh, the samples that are made are like on a specific size, mm-hmm. and models are expected to fit in those clothes. Yeah. So, so what happens when you're doing some trial and some poor model has maybe had an extra pizza 
uh, or, or sorry, maybe had a slice of pizza. That's all that she's had for lunch. Well, they eat. Actually, they eat a lot. Most of them are just genetically blessed. Um, oh, come on, Shweta, I don't swear, tell me that. I swear, look at my, okay, my favorite person, my favorite model who eats like a beast is Erica. Okay. She is only eating burgers and pizzas all day long, but she also works out like a beast. So these guys are genetically blessed, I think, which is why they are in the profession. Some um, of them may be genetically blessed. I can't believe every model is in it because they're genetically blessed. They actually do. They actually very very um, fit. So th- there's a modeling agency in Bombay, and um, they in fact really um, encourage their models to exercise every day. Mainly do yoga because it strength uh, lengthens the yes. muscles up. So they get like a leaner look as opposed to a bulkier look. Mm. But I also have a flip side. I also know a modeling agency in LA, and this model was going there. But she had to send her measurements on Skype. Right. It's a live thing, and she had to make sure she fit into a certain thing. So if she right. was a centimeter or so, like up and down, hmm. they were like, "Sorry." So, I, know, she, I, I assume being up was the problem, not being down. Up was the problem, yeah. right? So she the centimeter like, down would have been appreciated. Like, oh my God, I can't drink water because you know um, I have to fit into this, and it's insane. Like, it's mad. Yeah, again, I I understand the business end of it, I, but the human end is missing. The business end makes total it sense is. to me. The human end. But it's also a very short-lived career. I think. I mean, there be models who are now then, because. No, now I I mean listen the the top models in the world are like 13 14 15 they're young they're very young yeah they're 16 like, at at 19 they are at their peak um again the reason for that is when you're younger you you're you tend to be thinner yeah, but not just that right? like this is this is getting into uh, an area that is should make anybody uncomfortable because you're pushing sexuality uh because honestly that's what it is you in a way you're, very, you're selling you're sex let's be very clear fashion is sex in in a yeah. in a um you're selling sex and yeah. i don't i don't mean that in a in a crude way but mm. in in the, the crudeness the aspect that's crude of it yeah. is that if uh the the top model is 15 or 16 or if she's yeah. 16 and it's legal and allowed in the country and of course you assume that nothing else is happening but mm. you have just sexualized a 16 year old a teenager who should be i'm not saying playing barbie doll with her friends because they don't Which do that at not, 16 anymore but yeah. there is that innocence that you've just killed of that child yeah yeah there are also like models who are like uh, maybe 9 or 8 who are kids who are like kid models yeah, but yeah. the way they photographed it's just kind I, of somewhere I, I, somewhere I, I, very disturbing that's what i'm trying to tell you and i and i have yeah. seen this uh, too why is this and i'm not saying the fashion industry is doing it per se or deliberately yeah. but there is this sexualization of kids that's happening mm. and now i'm much more disturbed because i'm a parent and and yeah. i've i've done a few podcasts on uh, or a podcast on um you yeah. know uh, the me too with with ashna and, and we had just met yeah. uh, after that uh, yeah. so so um so these things are even more disturbing because I, i i read up a lot about it and i and i do some homework on it not i, I didn't even think honestly it was nowhere in the agenda to come up in our chat yeah. but uh, i'm glad that it's kind of come up because i think people the next time anybody who's heard this podcast and who wasn't yeah. kind of aware of it before sees an image in yeah. a magazine or on instagram or on somewhere it's mm. and it looks like an underage kid boy girl doesn't matter 
yeah. underage king uh, kid being sexualized in this uh, in this form for whatever sort of art or whatever sort of uh, for, for whatever product is being sold yeah. i think we need to flag it i think it needs to be recognized and that brand needs to be kind of uh, uh, told off on on social media that listen don't do this or what you're doing is wrong i think they had like i think a couple of years back they did had put out a um age limit on the models who were you know being shot for like magazines and for being used for shows etc but i don't think it's there in india as yet and um, but india's also not so young with its models i understand india's anyway conservative you know? so actually we may be we not we may not we not may not be happening yeah. as much in india because we're a conservative yeah. society with a with a currently a, a a reasonably conservative government running the country so yeah. these things would be flagged reasonably but quickly but also the few models who are like young um i've shot with like, i think maybe three four of them i've always had their mothers or someone come on set as well hmm you sure. know just to make sure that things are not too um i guess i mean i i do wouldn't again i wouldn't want to really judge those parents because they are earning a living through their kids as well because yeah. some of these models child models get paid uh, quite well and they're very good they're very good yeah. it's just but i understand why they are there and i'm just saying it it bothers me and i know it bothers yeah. you because you would but, uh, but despite, the there, right? because, despite the fact that you despite the fact that you are in this industry and i'm i'm glad that yeah. you can you can see the other side of it because uh, even this, though this is your bread and butter it is but also i think like bombay in general tends to get very dirty with these things mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so um, i've heard like some horrid stories from which has happened to even like people we know so sure. it's sometimes like it's just like really like that happens and they're like yeah it's pretty common yeah. but because they're educated because they are uh, they're not so uh, desperate to earn that money mm-hmm. give it off to them or they can walk away but a lot of people don't have that option or you know they the thing of getting that one project or something sometimes overtakes and that's why exactly what things like me too and stuff happened which was and, and so I'm, many models came out when the me too uh, movement was and a lot of people started talking about it which was great because you know and then we also in fact like there was there's some shocking names that came up out of the industry so mm-hmm. we like it's one of those things but people forget though right we have short memories mm-hmm. and i won't i would still feel uncomfortable about working with someone who's been named mm-hmm. i think a lot of people would um but like yeah people do forget especially if they are your friends or you know they're in the same social circle for that matter so but i i think it does change things somewhere and it looks like maybe slowly something is changing because even somehow your the fact that hangers are being used preferentially yeah. over models and even though it you know because of some sort of business sense i think yeah. that's a that's a that's a positive sign it uh, is so and and i learned that through you so thank you for sharing that 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 fact mm. so i want to come back to uh, when did you get so obsessed with like killing yourself and exercising every day like how did did that that obviously happened after you got back from university and yeah and, and that's when you I, when did you start uh, 4318 was it uh, it was right after, after uni because um i was working for free for very long i was while in fact while i was studying every summer i used to do some internship or the other those so, were some big names so i would even pay to work with them so exactly so yeah. by the time i graduated um i felt i had enough experience working with people yeah you worked with vogue you worked with burberry 
Um, sort of, yeah. And I worked with a company in New York. I worked with a company in Bombay, in Delhi, in London. So, you know, by the time when it actually came, I was like, well, now I want to get paid for this because right. it's getting tiring. My parents were like, what are you doing with your life? Yeah. They're like, either come back or whatever. So I decided to come back and I was like, you know, if I'm working for free anyway, I might as well work for free for myself. Um, again, I in hindsight, I think it was a stupid decision because I had absolutely no idea how to run a business. Hmm. I was just like, oh, like I can make pretty clothes and my parents can fund it. And like I have a thing and I'll make money. But I had absolutely no idea how to even take attendance or make chalons, like really basic stuff. So I learned everything on the job. And it's um, twice as hard doing it in India. And I know that by experience for it, sure terrible um especially hard because i was a young girl so a lot of these tailors and all i don't, don't nobody takes uh, you seriously they don't, they don't yeah. take you seriously um so i always had to have my mom come in to make the serious decisions uh then when the business started doing well and things were kind of getting out of control for me my mm. mom decided okay i need to like help her set a few things up because i was losing money i was just like not doing a very well job of like handling things because see your core competence and if i can even you know without yeah. knowing much say is is the design and the fashion aspect running exactly. a business is a completely different core competence and, and this is a mistake that a lot of people like us who are in a hurry to start making yeah. our own money make is that you're good at something you can't be exactly. good at everything so you need to it's, delegate you need to get in the right i honestly feel like i got lucky and but i would not if i have to like do it again i don't know if i'll do it again the sure. same way you know, I, I would take my time. I would see like what's going on and figure things out before just jumping into it. Um, even there was literally no contemporary market in India at that mm -hmm. time. So mm -hmm. I started with contemporary clothes, and people were just like, "What is this?" And you know, oh, cute. You know, she's doing something. It's, it was it's so derogatory, no one, in, in, you know. It in, is. It is. These, like uh, no one took me seriously for sure, especially like my. Um, parents friends they were just like oh cute you know um and you have the same aunties now calling me up for discounts sure, so sure. i'm like yeah. cute <laughs> so <laughs> well done well done it's, it's just one of those things but like yeah like um i think you definitely need to have a really strong support system and we're lucky, lucky that and privileged that people like you and we're very me privileged, are uh, extremely very, very privileged, privileged uh, to have and and that's when you started uh, going crazy working out or no, I don't know when I started going crazy working out. I think it was... Uh, and I keep asking you this because that's when I think of you, <laughs> fashion comes second as just that, oh yeah, yeah. what is she killing oh, yeah. herself with today? Uh, no, I think um, that was the only thing I could control. Hmm. I, I couldn't control anything in my life at that point. Like everything was just happening so fast. Like I had no idea what was going on. And then um, I think when Zoe's gym started, it, became, it was like a thing in Delhi, you know, like... Yeah. It also became a social thing. So all my Absolutely. friends. Absolutely, I don't. I didn't. I didn't want to be the one to say that, but I'm glad it was that a social you, thing. Yeah. Like it was just like, oh, today is Studio 60, or are you going to Studio yeah. 60 or something? So, um, and the workouts were honestly very different. Um, whoever was there had a blast at that time. It was, it was like a daily, like I don't know, meeting point. Sure. And uh, I think that's when I literally got the bug to like kind of kill myself every day. 
इंस्टाग्राम Uh, yeah which when i it's do i will time. i'll still post it on instagram when i when i manage yeah. to do it but after 5 years yeah. if instagram still exists um tiktok oh god no way no yeah. way i, I, I mean I, I just don't even get me started on these other you know these these uh, yeah, tiktok and all but yeah so it's just you you have to keep at it and uh mm-hmm. it it's it's a process so and it, it gets it gets addictive and but it's quite motivational to see you uh, on instagram doing this on a daily basis because then you also wow, realize that no oh, because you also see that look and look how hard this person is working on themselves what have you done yeah. today or, or or have you just yeah. sat on your ass and had a coke or a diet coke or a, uh, have you just posted a, a recipe of some delicious cake which has tons of sugar and poison yeah. in it uh, what have you done to add value to your own life forget about anybody else's yeah. Uh, so so it's motivational to to see you do that so i and i will uh, keep cheering you on to do that and did you start what about uh, eating healthy because the things i think the most of the things that you did kind of put up that you were cooking or eating were they looked I, reasonably uh, healthy to me yeah i mean i i love food hmm. and i do like as much as i work out i eat a lot of sugar as well every day okay so i need my sugar fix i love chocolate uh so wherever i can make that healthy tweak hmm. because honestly like if you're using sugar in a cake or if you're using say dates in a cake it would taste the same there's barely a right right understood yeah yeah right? but you still also, like you so you so try I, and switch out the sugar with so I, healthy yeah, alternatives so i try to uh, take the healthier option like i'll try using an almond flour or like an oat flour instead of like regular maida maida is bad like Maida's terrible, yeah. but you know, honestly, like it just tastes the best. Of course, hello. Of course, it tastes the best. It just you know? tastes like so does a so does a fried Mars bar, but uh, you know, so. so it's one of those things. And then also, like if you have a Starbucks and a regular milk and an almond milk, even though it has like calories, but somewhere in your mind, you're like, okay, fine, but I had an almond milk. You know, I'm not so bad. So it's just. I, I wouldn't be as worried about the milk as I would be worried about the sugar. Uh, even though I mean I have my coffee black. Really? But I think yeah. the sugar is much deadlier than the milk. And so the first thing out of the two, the first thing I would eliminate is the is the sugar. And the next yeah. thing I would eliminate is the milk. No. I'm and a Starbucks fan, by no, the way. No, so if you still want milk, have have A2, yeah. So yeah. Uh, the A2 milk for for those who are listening, I, I'm sure if if they don't already know. Hmm. Uh, 
uh, you know, there's casein A1, which is the typical milk which you get. And there's specifically, yeah. if you look for cows that produce A2 milk, it's slightly more expensive, of course. Yeah. And the simple reason is that A1 milk causes much more inflammation in the body. And really? Stop. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so, so. Oh, I didn't uh, know that. So, so for, I, I mean, I would say give up dairy altogether. But if you can't yeah. give up dairy and in milk specifically, switch to A2 milk because A1 milk uh, causes a tremendous amount of inflammation in the body. Inflammation mm. is the precursor to all kinds of diseases or every disease. Yeah. So A2 milk kind of uh, doesn't cause that inflammation. Yeah. So I try and get, I mean, I don't actually drink milk at all. I'm a big yogurt fan. So that's my problem. You know, the he is my, you know, go to. But uh, you, have the, you have a lactose free dahi now. Yeah, but so, you know, I, it's not like I'm consuming like pounds of this stuff, but a little bit dahi yeah. I do have in a day. And I try and get it uh, made with the A2 milk that comes to my yeah. house. Uh, so I, I do like Mr. Dairy. I was introduced to it by Zina and Zoya. Uh, do, yeah, uh, so it's that's there. supposed to be amazing. Yeah, so I, I get they, they, they are still delivering in this, uh, uh, you know, uh, in this lockdown situation also. Yeah. So I, I get A2 milk for my son because, you mm. know, kids have to, again, this big, stupid uh, But do they really need to have kids so much to have, No, they don't, man. But I wish... Yeah. Just, just the way I, I, mean, I, 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 I but I, you still listen, give them milk because you, you are if like. You think I, can, I, I can't convince my wife that he doesn't need yeah. milk because uh, oh you know, saw sal se hundred years we've been given milk so how can it yeah, yeah. be unhealthy so. I would I would not give him milk at all but because they do want to give him uh, milk so I get a two milk for him so that I can reduce that impact somewhere. Uh, yeah and 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 yes let me say it milk is not healthy for you people whatever i don't care who's telling you what yeah. milk is not healthy milk is an unhealthy thing to I have i don't think we need milk to be honest right that's what they say like you can get your calcium from like other sources no, it's, not, it's not just food. calcium yeah that, that, that what is it's, it it's just listen again just the well, way you trigger something here no 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 no, no just yeah. just the way sugar companies you know like kellogs and all these have yeah. convinced us that uh, you know, cereal is the best thing to have in the morning. Yeah. Th- these companies, were se- they are actually selling sugar. They're not selling cereal. They're selling sugar. Mm. Right? So they, they, their main product or th- their profit comes from the sugar because they're driving yeah. sugar down. Also. Similarly, this message that milk is... No, so I'll tell you what. If we, This was like two, 200 years ago in which there were, I had my own cows in my garden backyard. or my farm yeah. or backyard or village. And I was, I, I knew exactly what those cows were being fed and how they were being brought up and they were mm. not being given antibiotics and hormones. And, yeah. and I was going and milking the cow myself in the morning, I, literally, right? So that's how this, then you would be right this, started, this started happening. And I think uh, a, a few hundred years ago or something, these cows, mm. I think, uh, so by the way, all cows, what I, uh, I learned this from like Dr. Gandhi, one uh, doctor that I follow. The cows used to produce uh, only A2 milk, right? So there was yeah. some sort of mutation in these cows. Happened, I think, a couple of hundred years ago or a hundred years ago yeah. or something. Uh, that they started, they mutated and they started producing casein A1. And oh, A1 is what started causing the problem. So, so our, how do you so have our to ancestors this to get it eat, to make it eat? No, food? no, no. So, so there are there are certain like, like the organic uh, cows. No, no, no. I mean, there are certain cows, like certain yeah. breeds. There are certain mm-hmm. breeds of cow that only produce A2 milk. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, so that is why our ancestors and all, it was, you know, you could have all the milk that you wanted because yeah. it was A2 milk. 
But if you have uh, that kind of uh, A1 milk, you're going to 100% run into problems. And it doesn't matter if you're, you know, you don't have to be uh, dairy intolerant or or, uh, you don't have to. It can happen to anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because even if, like, I don't have a problem with dairy, right? I'm not intolerant of, of, of dairy. But I know, from the, because the, the research now tells us that A1 milk is going to cause inflammation in the body. And because, mm. I, you know, I'm, I'm an asthmatic, I'm prone to allergies, dairy anyway flares up those allergies. So if I have to yeah. have milk, I would prefer to have A2 milk. So, But we, also it's interesting, right? Like, after all of this, like, I'm still wondering, like, do we, I mean, I'm actually considering now to cut down on my meat consumption. On and your meat? Consumption. And yeah. yeah, so you're, you're in, like a hardcore non-vegetarian? hardcore like i need my chicken every day and oh you know like and all I, these i was hoping you were not going to say chicken because in meat chicken is the worst thing that you can worst. have but it's just something so basic right so um and all these things you just talked about like because of these mutations and the way they're kept you don't of know course. how what they're eating and like, chicken is the worst thing and i'll tell you again now yeah. oh god like i can go on and on about this so uh especially in well i, I don't know how much here, of course, it must it's 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 bad, but especially yeah. uh, the kind of chicken that is coming from abroad or or what you get abroad. Yeah. The chicken are fed a staple diet of uh, soya and corn, yeah. right? And both are GMO. Mm-hmm. So the chicken may be organically organic free range chicken, but what is yeah. the chicken being fed? Now, if the chicken is being fed. So, so uh, there's, a, there's a famous uh, quote now in this wellness circle that it used mm. to be, you are what you eat. Yeah. But now it's, it, you, you're, you're not what you eat. You are what, you know, what you what eat, eat has ate. eaten. Yeah. Right? So what, what you eat, ate, that's what you are. So if wow. the chicken is eating crap, it's going into the chicken. Which it is. And that's what you are eating in the end. And even if, let's assume India doesn't have this GMO thing right now but it's being pushed in a in a big way i think yeah. and, and that's going to be disastrous if this gmo crops properly come into india mm. i think there is still some time before they properly come and some crops are gmo uh, if the chicken is not eating gmo let's just say they're eating a soya and corn now soya is also very bad for you it's high estrogen so yeah. um and, and 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 i know this like uh a lot of girls now are prematurely having their periods bec- and, and because of all of this. Because of being fed uh, a non-vegetarian diet, which is normal, right? Yeah. Norm, norm, non-vegetarian household. Exactly. And because the uh, the hormones and and the the high estrogen content that is being wow. fed to those, so because the chicken has this very high estrogen, yeah. uh, the girl is being you know girl who's maybe nine. 9, 10 has been That's eating this and, and they are having the, uh, you know, much before the normal should. age. Yeah. yeah. So, so this, is, this is messing around with us big time and, and this is people yeah. are not realizing this. And by the way, I'm, I used to be very hardcore non-vegetarian myself, but it's just, I would love to eat, trust me, I'd love to eat non-vegetarian food. It's just that, yeah. it's the same way I'd love but to have a Coke. Hmm. So, so it's not. no different. Just the way I stopped having coke. But I think this is why we, as a generation, fall way more sick than what our parents used to. Hundred percent. Or did. Hundred percent. Like how they say, oh, we used to eat mangoes every day, and we never put on weight. Yeah. But that's what I'm trying to tell them. Like, you, your mangoes were maybe like fresher, more like kind of they were cleaner in the way they were grown. Ours are not. 
also it it's wasn't it's full like, of like pesticides it was everything was seasonal right now everything you want like you choose what you want you walk into food hall you can buy from from blueberries exactly. and strawberries to 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 avocado which avocado is great by the way yeah. so so so, uh, so so yeah so, so yeah. Not, but so you choose what you want so if, even if something yeah. only grows in a particular region for one day in a month if you mm. have the means to buy it and spend money on it you can find it today in any major retail yeah. grocery store the human body was designed to eat so we were designed to eat fruit for a certain period of time in the year we were designed to eat yeah. other things for a certain period of time we were not designed to eat everything all the time and also what was locally available because exactly. that's what suited it, your body it, it, exactly. in a way right not it, like some someone who needs something in iceland does not need what we need here because yeah. the weather is so different the environment is so different season is completely different so why would you eat the same thing and and coming back to what you were saying so actually you're eating and and you're quite and you're a super fit person and who's quite aware and you're still eating chicken yeah. and you're yeah. eating chicken for the taste or the, are you eating chicken to, are, are you really telling me you're eating no, chicken I'm for some sort of nutritional uh, no no i'm not into the whole protein nonsense um i can't count protein i can't do protein shakes nothing but um because you know vegetarian food has pound for pound has more protein than any like if okay let's say I mean, a pound of broccoli what's yeah yeah like, so game changers you know, is of course uh, game changers right yeah, see, that also like i'm not i'm not propagating being vegan i'm not because mm. i i tried being vegan and i lost too much weight on it actually so that was my problem yeah. so i'm not propagating being vegan but yeah. uh, uh neither am i uh, prop- but i'm definitely propagating for you to stop eating chicken because it's but it's just the taste like i just miss like not miss because like, i eat it every day but like you know so I, I, I i would love my chicken sandwich another thing you can do <laughs> another thing you can do is eat it uh, once in a while as a treat treat yourself with it rather treat, yeah. rather than Yeah. I think yeah. that's like my next thing because I'm now I'm so freaked out about everything we consume, right? Like you know it's unfortunate but we have to be. It's just we're living course. we're living in really uh, uh, uh times in which food isn't food, water isn't water, air isn't air. Yeah. Uh, everything is very um, yeah you're right nothing is what it is nothing is what it seems or and nothing is what it should be engineered in that yeah that. so 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 chicken please stop you're you're really not doing yourself today <laughs> yarn no to chicken it's just just because i it's really it's you know if 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 i if i could get a properly uh, when i know like a farm fed you know free range chicken and i know what yeah. is actually being fed to the chicken which is still available i think here which um, a lot of i know but i don't know yeah so there is so so there is uh, there are some you know uh, people doing organic chicken but mm. i don't know what i mean i haven't gone into that uh, aspect you know that but, deep into what uh, visiting them because they say come visit us see what we feed them see what we yeah. do that i haven't gone down that road but I think I have my doubts about the quality of organic uh, non-vegetarian food that is available in this country. Mm-hmm. So uh and and any and, and just generally I just don't think it's it's healthy for you overall. Um But so, in the in the same tone like fr- farm fresh vegetable. Agreed, agreed. Yeah. Amazing, right? Yeah. So uh for this lockdown i started ordering a lot from uh, kushi crest mm-hmm. and their produce is insane like you know like the difference that in the simple carrot like you can actually taste the carrot for what it is um so i think it's kind of now important to start spending more on our food yeah 
and less on rubbish like and i mean less on clothes more on food spending more on on improving right? your health or just uh, exactly and, and, and which and is by what the I've way seen. what what better time than now when there's a kind of a deadly disease out there Uh, but which, don't you uh, see it now like people are spending more on their well being on you know like they are cooking they are exercising and when you cook you actually also realize how much exactly. stuff goes and what's going into the food yeah. right yeah. um you see how much butter is going in how much ghee is going in and you subconsciously start like altering that because yeah. you know you know it's a lot of fat or something so you're like okay i don't want to put so much sugar in this i'll cut it down so put, it's put, fine so my advice would be put more fat reduce the sugar or z- make make the that sugar zero be- put much more fat yeah uh, because that's it's healthy good fat i mean like put ghee good fat uh, ghee is amazing ghee is like put, like put, uh, really good uh, mct oil coconut oil uh, yeah. olive oil go for it All the like good stuff. Go, go crazy on it but and it uh, really tastes good so like Wow, this has become a real deadly nutritional. Uh, you know, I didn't. I really was not expecting. And this is what. This is why I love this medium because the conversation mm-hmm. ends up going in directions that I had really not planned for. I had no idea what we were going to talk about today. I was just like. No, I mean, I mean, you know, I I kind of broadly broadly knew where it's going. But one thing yeah. that I had written that I want to specifically bring up because I thought that would be interesting and it's not come up on the podcast from a spiritual aspect is you yeah. are a Buddhist. Yeah. So can you talk about that a little bit and and so, how did you start that why did you start that what is it done for you and then can I re, can I can I be a little mean about that and rebut you there Of course yeah. um so I I but I practice uh, Nichiren Daishon in Buddhism so, so I was saying for dumb people like myself it's namyo ho rahe the Yeah so a lot of people started when they have like some difficult situation in their life and you know they're like okay I need to look for something or I need something Um I in fact started it because my best friend was practicing and we were in I think we were just graduating school and he was like you know come I have to tell you a secret so I was like what and then he taught me about this and it was still like a very hush hush thing that time mm-hmm. because I don't think it was cool enough to be religious or spiritual right. when we were in school um but <laughs> I just started practicing and it, it was great like um it I took it with me to London. I became a really strong practitioner in London because okay. again, the first year you don't really have friends. Sure. Um, discovering yourself, I understand. You're discovering yourself, figuring it out. Um, you know, this is one place where you can learn something. It was. I found it really interesting because I never really believed in idol worship. I was always very spiritual as a person. So for me, this made a lot of sense. It it was great, you know. They it was like, it's not like you have to get up, brush your teeth, take a shower, and then come and pray. Yeah, you know, understand. Yeah, you can just do it any time, whatever. So, I love that, and I've been practicing for ten years now, which is you still con- you're still continuing with it. I'm still practicing. Okay. I'm not very regular with my prayers, which is your evening, morning prayer and your evening prayers. I'm mm. not very regular with that, but I do. Um, I do chant every day. So these days, I've been trying to chant for an hour every day because you okay. know we have the time. So um, and it's actually it's really sorted out a lot of issues within myself. It what Buddhism really says is you have to do your human revolution, which basically means you have to work on yourself. Right. And if you are happy, then 
people around you are happy and in turn the world is happy sure you know so sure. the main point of soka gakai the organization which handles this is is called kosen rufu which is basically world happiness hmm hmm you know so like right now we and we see it right now like we see suffering outside so it's about like making sure that every human on the planet is happy and they reach their full potential because everyone is meant for great things it can be as small or big but it's meant to be a great thing and everyone has the potential to do that and you so you've not you've stuck to this since the time you started it yeah pretty much and when you say you chant it's namyo ho renge kyo namyo ho renge kyo yeah. and and you do that for 1 hour and you yeah. uh, it's like a meditation almost almost yeah or it is a meditation let me put it down it is way. because you just like you just repeating that one thing and it's thing it's for... basically at its core and i've written about this in in, in my book Uh, which i need to plug in every time because this is why i started yeah. the podcast but i i start i there's a chapter in my book on affirmations and i've written that yeah. actually chanting at its core is affirmations yeah. but so this is, is this is what my I, i i hate to use the word problem with buddhism i don't have any problem with mm-hmm. any religion but my 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 feedback was and, and i know yeah. a lot, ton of people who do this or used to That's, do this like yeah. yourself my uh, my sister shanamli tons of shanamli's friends some of them yeah. are your common friends who also do buddhism mm. the issue i had was with the propagation of this acquiring material things through it so mm. let's chant for a new house let's chant for a ferrari and and, yeah. and obviously i'm i'm exaggerating the point I, i'm sure very few people will be chanting for a ferrari but they will be chanting for uh, no no i chant for it I mean, I chant for it. Right? You know like, what I mean, like you know, like chant, I chant for a new million house, dollars. Exactly. Chant, chant for you yeah. know Kim Kardashian to wear my outfit or yeah. whatever it is. And and again, I'm yeah. being I'm being silly uh, in what I'm saying, mm. but I'm just trying to get my point across. Is that what is the theory behind uh, almost encouraging people to uh, try and manifest through these affirmations or through these chants material wealth? So one because thing to say is. is is not going yeah. to come from material wealth right or is that the first step it, no so basically when i started chanting um it's when you start chanting the basically every locality has its own yeah, yeah, group yeah, right yeah. so you uh, where i was chanting i was in a student accommodation so mm-hmm. i was chanting with a very senior leader in fact who's been who was chanting for things like say 20 years but they lived in a very um very modest house and had a very modest lifestyle so when i started chanting i was like you know these guys have been chanting for so long and you know they say that you can get anything and everything like why have they chanted for a fancy house or sure. a fancy car and they yeah. don't have money problems and things like that um so and then somewhere like people in the meeting sometimes they'll be like okay we will all say what we want to chant for for so and so thing and a lot of people used to be like oh i want to chant for i don't know Uh, that you know my my family problems are not there or mm-hmm. i get a better job or this issue i'm having at work that goes away and sometimes i would just be like no but i like like you said i want to chant for a million dollars mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and i was like and i asked my leader i was like is it wrong to chant for something so selfish and so materialistic when you see people being really like buddhist and like you know very holy to be like oh i want to chant for world peace and so sure. on Mm. I want million dollars. So you obviously feel stupid, but they said like there's a thing that 
um, which the current president also um, says that you, if you're getting that happiness from the materialist, material thing, right? Mm. If you're charging for a million dollars, um, you say, okay, fine. What do you need to do to get those million dollars? Mm. Say you have to because it's not that you chant for it and things will come. They mm. say that you have to also work towards it. You know, you can't just sit on your bed and just dream about that money. You have to go out. You have to work. You have to do these things. Mm. So what they say is, okay, fine. You want those million dollars? That means you have to work. If mm. you're going for work, you're dealing with humans on a regular basis. Sure. Then you will have some sort of a say argument with one person, right? Like you normally do at work. Now that argument or something might trigger or make you realize that okay, I have the same argument with a lot of people. So the problem is in me. So let me figure what that thing is. Hmm. Right. So in a way, that materialistic thing backwards is making you realize what your issue is. Okay. And they say that forget about okay, fine. You want a million dollars? Write it in your book. Chant about it. It will come. Right. Don't think about it after that. Just hmm. put it out to the universe you want it. But till then, while the universe is doing its magic or whatever, till then, all you have to do is work on your human revolution, work on your inner tendencies of what is going wrong, hmm. how can you improve yourself, and you just work on that, and whatever you want will happen. So, so I've struggled with this aspect. Uh, hmm. Even though I've, I've understood what you're what you're saying, but I struggled with this aspect because, believe it or not, even I, in probably the, around the same time, oh, I was much younger. Maybe I was in I was in school, yeah. And uh, I, for a very short period, attempted to do this because my sister was yeah. getting into it, and my sister reached the highest level, and then she gave it up. Whatever was gonzo, yeah. she, she got gonzo, she got yeah. the the gonzo, and. And she was at the at the highest level, and and she gave it up for various. She had her own reasons, uh, but and I went into it and as a as a kid, and you know had this experience of, you know whatever you want, and it just seemed non spiritual like or non religion like that you know you're straight away going yeah. for material things and and uh, yeah. f- and foolishly enough there was this girl i was really crazy about at the time and that's why i joined it in terms of oh you know i want this girl to to date me or whatever yeah. and 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 i think you're supposed to write that whatever you want in yeah. down and i did that and i put it behind my phone and and you know and she she called the moment i did that uh, mm. and i was like wow man this is it this I, I found the mm. secret this is you know this is the the next yeah. next time going to everything is going to be sorted in my life and, and i soon realize it doesn't work like that i, I life doesn't. is not that easy and, it's and, not going uh, to give you everything also right i mean i used to chant for this uh, major some award which i had to win after uni which was the main thing of graduation yeah. um and i was like i have to win this and you know like i'm going to chant towards it mm. my entire district was chanting for it like it was like a major thing and i didn't get it yeah. And when I didn't get it, I was like, this sucks and I don't want to do it anymore. Waste of time and blah, blah. But then I think somewhere I went for some meeting and where I was to chant for 10 minutes, with whatever. And I was doing some very angry chanting, right? Mm-hmm. And I was just like, in my head, I was I like, how dare you go? But and then someone just shared some study after that. And it made a lot of sense where, again, it was coming back to the same thing that things happened 
for you at the time you're supposed to and things teach you things and um like your failures teach you things which you're supposed to take for something which is bigger and better and um, just because this thing didn't happen doesn't mean better things are not in store for you right mm-hmm. maybe this small thing wasn't meant for you but a bigger thing is coming your way which it did in hindsight like i got my label and in fact the people who won the awards are now working i mean it sounds terrible but they're working in top shop mm-hmm. on I, 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 I sure i understand you know, what you're, what you're so it it's it's one of those things but also like um it's just interesting because they say that you have to do you, sh- you need to have faith practice and study three things mm. so mm. practice is the chanting part faith is you need to have the faith that okay things will work out for me which is basically hope mm. and study is when you actually study the philosophy you study the things which is again like how can i make myself better to make things around me better and the world a better place i think what's most important in this is and i would love to keep speaking to you about this subject and digging further is that if you strongly believe that this has helped you it's created a positive impact in your life yeah. obviously that's why you've been doing it for 10 years yeah and you will continue to do it and you will uh, maybe even encourage others to do it and i think if it wouldn't have helped you you wouldn't be just blindly doing it because you're an intelligent person and yeah. you wouldn't have stuck to something for so long if it wasn't really benefiting you and you didn't really believe yeah. that it's benefiting you so i think that's exactly. what's most important in this and and uh, and we can be adults and agree to disagree agree on, to on uh, these things and we have been talking for one and a half hours i am so grateful to you because oh, wow. because i have really been stimulated in this conversation so i just and, and i would like to do another one and a half hours but i we not this podcast is not as successful at the moment that people would want to listen to us for so long i would love to this was great i had a lot of fun same, and same i also here, learned what, what, a lot of new things wow i mean i'm getting you want to learn things from you but i'm glad that maybe i can uh, you know throw out a few things that can uh, you know you can learn from yeah. me but any final from from the wellness aspect any any final thoughts that you want to maybe tell people who are listening that uh, they I can get inspired by you or... just keep i mean it's not really wellness related i mean it can just be uh, put to anything but just you know just do one small thing if you have a goal just take one step forward towards it every single day it does not matter if you don't reach it tomorrow or day after you might reach it like in 5 years but just take that one step forward to make yourself a better person you know i think that's what it is well that's a strong and simple message which i think anybody can incorporate so thank you shweta for coming on voices thank in my head you. and i am hoping that people are going to uh, really appreciate you sharing a lot of intimate details of your life including spiritual aspects which uh, i know a lot of people are uh, uncomfortable discussing and uh, a lot of people hey, would not amazing. want anyone to know that they eat chicken so thank you for <laughs> sharing sharing that as well thank you for make letting me know not to eat chicken now no i'm going to i'm going to get you off it don't worry i'm going to yeah now i have to find new recipes so, so i hope you enjoyed my chat with shweta and got something positive out of that you got some motivation from that or something that you can incorporate in your own life seeing the way shweta lives her life yes these are uncertain times i started by saying i'm recording this on the 21st day of the lockdown and we just learned it's going to be extended for another 20 days it's cliche to say when the going gets tough the tough get going 
I don't think I'm that tough, but I'm getting there. I'm working on myself every single day. And it is my mission to get tougher. No better opportunity than the one we have at the moment. Thank you for tuning in to Voices in My Head. Please subscribe to the channel in case you haven't already. I will come back with more interesting people and content as soon as I can. Take care of yourself. Bye. Voices in My Head is created and hosted by Yami Radhar. This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. We disclaim responsibility for any adverse effects that may arise from any information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guests' qualifications or credibility. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.